What's up, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of Washington Hangover. Oh, boy. What year is it? 2019? Oh, no. I forgot. It's 2020. Uh, Nick Webster, New York City. Colin Shute is out for this one. He's enjoying some fresh air out in the desert there. Although he did see the game, and he was just as frustrated as I'm sure that you were. Uh, but we'll be back, and we're going to talk about bunch of stuff including the Ron Rivera ending of the game I'm not going to get into that too much so if you want to hear our takes on that then you can catch us on that midweek podcast coming out on Thursday morning where we preview hopefully a better day all right playing Cleveland and I hear the point spread is already not good but let's talk about that on Thursday okay unfortunately we got to talk a little bit about this game Oh boy, 30-15, to the shellacking. Uh, Kyler Murray, man, he looks like the real deal. Um, just to give a quick update, we had about 16 people go ahead and enter into the score prediction. <laughs> nobody, nobody predicted it was going to be 30-15 to for the Cardinals. So, uh, so uh, no winners this week, which means that unfortunately the Seahawks fan is still reigning supreme. That's right, Ryan. Congratulations. Unfortunately, you have the uh, the winning ticket as of right now. But hey, we still got 14 more games. <sighs> Hopefully, some upside to watch in the future. We'll have to see what that looks like. Um, but make sure you catch us an hour before the game so you can get your prediction in there. So you have the chance to win a hundred dollar prize pack. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, you know, look, guys, you saw the game, right? You're you're not happy with that performance. Um, there's some takeaways that are positive that we're going to try to spin this on because we realized last year that, uh, wallowing in self-misery and disappointment was not good for ratings or joy levels in terms of the host. Um, so we'll try to look at some bright spots, but it was tough. It was tough. I was sitting there and, and my wife, you know, she came up to me after the game and she said, so how was the game? Well, it was not good. It was not good, honey. I don't really call her honey, but for this story, we'll call her honey. And she said, okay. You know, she's trying to keep it positive. You know, we've talked about that. Colin and I, we talk about how depressing sometimes when your teams are in this rut of losing. She said, well, are there any, you know, bright spots or things that you kind of look forward to in the future? And I went, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 mm-hmm. And I just didn't have anything, you know, right off the bat. I wish I wish I did. Yeah, you guys can point to Chase Young, of course, right? He had a great, he had a sack. He had a high motor, and I think he, you know, sets that intensity there for him. It seems like it really kind of has tampered down the Jonathan Allen flavors and Deron Payne. But, um, you know, if, if, if that's, if he's, whatever, taking control of that defensive line, then, then so be it. But I couldn't, I couldn't look at my wife, you know, and talk about, well, you know, actually, um, you know, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, the linebacking core, he actually had a pretty good game, even though, you know, he didn't have any game-changing plays necessarily, but he did keep us, you know, in some positive situations. Um, and Terry McLaurin, huh? You want to talk about a bright spot? There's a bright spot. It's nice to see him get over the century mark. I don't know how many yards he had, but it was over 100, right? 
You don't look at the stats too closely after one of these losses. I'm sorry, you just keep, you can't trumpet it around, okay? I'm glad Terry got over 100 yards. I'm so glad he got the touchdown. He obviously deserves it. Um, but it's always weird to see them smiling and stuff. And I know it's the game that they play, that they love, you know, and they're getting paid to, uh, money to do it. But it's it's weird when you're getting your ass kicked to watch your players smile. Uh, just, a, just a tough one. Um, anyway, but I am happy for him. Uh, it's good. You know, is slinging the rock partner, Dwayne Haskins, uh, not what you want to see. 19 to 33, you know, about a 57% accuracy percentage. Uh, that's not good. You know, that, that kind of puts him back where he was last year, which is not quite the growth. That being said, that offensive line, whoa, whoa. Oh, man, we ain't going to be winning too many games with that. Um, you know, I don't know. Schweitzer comes in or whoever the hell he is, the right guard, right? Whoever Sheriff's backup is that you didn't want to know his name until never. Um, Wes Martin, obviously, out there. Jerron Christian. Whew. Oodalali. you know. Um, it just didn't look good in that pocket. It wasn't clean. There wasn't much time. It felt like the clock was going off in Haskins' head a little fast. I felt like if he could have, you know, just kind of maybe gone out to his left or to his right a little bit, but, you know, they, they weren't helping him, and it certainly wasn't a good situation. Morgan Moses, he finally gets, you know, first hold on the year. Congratulations to him. Um, Sheriff with the uh, the injury, not good. Uh, we're going to see, you know, what's going to happen with that shit, man, but right, that's the contract year. He's on the franchise tag right now. We've obviously learned our lesson. We're not going to franchise tag somebody two years in a row, right? We wouldn't do that again, would we? Kirk Cousins, meanwhile, anybody out there, uh, three interceptions, terrible game for Minnesota. Um, 30 million guaranteed, you know, 30 million plus guaranteed for Three interception performance. Mm, mm, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, maybe they missed Stephon Diggs. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. And I don't care. It's the X we don't like to talk about. All right. Let's get back to our own troubles in our own backyard. Um, the offense. I don't know when they're going to click. It's, it's so hard when you have to figure out where the problem lies. And it's just, it's really a question, you know, like, like tight end Logan Thomas today, right? Targeted a lot. Seemed like he was going to be active. Um, didn't quite line up. Is that Haskins fault? Is that the clock going too fast because the O-line's not giving him pressure? Is it because, uh, you know, the wide receivers aren't creating separation other than Terry McLaurin? It's, it's really tough. It just seems out of sync. It just seems disconnected. And I need to constantly keep reminding myself that it's, you know, only only the second second game, okay? It's only week two. I do need to tap the brakes, right? That's why I'm drinking my tea. Yeah, you know, did I have a whiskey shot or something at halftime? Yeah, I needed something to keep me going, you know? And that's, that's the trouble, especially when you're watching a Washington football game. Because you really, man, you start, you're like, oh, fuck this game, this game. Oh, here's some commercials. Nice. Oh, Papa John's. Okay. Well, Papa John's would be nice right now. Oh, that would fill a nice void in my life at this exact moment. No, no, no. 
Dominoes. Yeah, Dominoes. Maybe I want Dominoes. Um, I don't know what your your pizza choice is. Um, pizza Hut, I guess. A lot of people say that's too greasy. Uh, Papa John's? Dominoes? I don't know. Let me know what you think. I'd like to figure that out. I think we're a Domino's household, but uh, Papa John's, you know, they've been uh, they've been coming on strong. Once you get the pop out of those commercials, uh, it's a little bit more appealing, I guess. You know, more pizza, less Papa, I guess. Um, anyway, let's get back into the game, shall we? Maybe not. Maybe you just want to talk about pizza. Hey, that's fine with me. I can dig it. I can dig it. I think I am uh, pepperoni and mushroom for anybody out there wondering. I wasn't a fan of sausage for the longest time, but it's been uh, growing on me. And uh, I also like a little tang, but I find I'm not gonna not gonna pay that extra money for the toppings on the jalapenos and the banana peppers. You know those kind of vinegary things. Uh, I'm just gonna keep a jar of those in my fridge, and I'll just uh, pop them on at the end there, right? Or maybe uh, maybe a little squirt of hot sauce. I don't know. I don't know. Call me crazy. Call me fancy. I'm a hothead. Um, yeah, I did have some pizza after the game because I am recording this after the game. Had to cool down a little bit. Um, pizza got me a little balanced. Okay, I was a little disappointed. I was a little railing, a little a little, a little confused with my with my fandom there for a second. But all right, Nick's rambling. Doesn't have Colin to get him back on track. Uh, disconnected. Hey, that's funny. That's what I'm talking about. Um, let's talk about that run game just for a little bit, because I know Colin, I'm sure, not that there was much to smile about for this game, but I hope he was smiling for that yards per catch. I mean, yards per carry. Antonio Gibson definitely looks like he's going to be the, the way of the future, and rightfully so, the way he was working today. I mean, you know, it was great. 13 carries, 55 yards, you know, 4.2 average, but he's got the speed, he's got the flash, and if he can start to put all that stuff together, man, he is going to be just something hopefully really special, and that's exciting because we could use some, some more really special pieces. Um, and let's also give some props out to J.D. McKissick as well, right? The guy who maybe when he won the job out of training camp, you're kind of like, Ooh, wait a second. J.D. McKissick is the, the starting starting running back? Oh, God. Okay, okay. I believe in Ron. Okay. But, you know, eight carries today, 53 yards, 6.6 yard average. He was also finally starting to get through some of that interior rushing now, maybe that's because we had already gotten our ass kicked so badly, um, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to choose to believe that. I'm, I'm going to choose to look the other way. Um, but, you know, the rest of the supporting cast concerns. concerns. Nine targets for Logan Thomas. He only hauls in four of them. Ugh, tight end position. What the hell are we doing there, right? What the hell are we doing on the other wide receiver? Steven Sims Jr., you know, got a little bit banged up. Kind of reminds me of that Brandon Banks you know, all over again. Um, but the fumble, ugh, not what you want to see. It's never, you never want to see the special teams contribute to a sucky, sucky day. And, and unfortunately it, it happened. Um, Greg Stroman is now back there, right? Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I just want somebody to go out there and fair catch it pretty much every time. You know, when, when is the last time we had a, a return? been a long time long long time 
<sighs> anyway, anyway, I'm getting nostalgic. Nostalgic for what? Um, some other bright spots just, uh, you know, kind of around the league that I'd like to highlight while I have this uh, hot mic to myself, all nice and cozy today. Um, Andy Reid, huh? Good for him. Going with the uh, the face guard once again. Um, apparently, one of his equipment managers uh, talked to somebody, got connected with the NHL. I don't know if you've ever heard of that league, because um, I guess they wear visors a lot, and sometimes they deal with foggy visors. Um, they got him all souped up, Andy Reid, and his his mask looks so much better. It looked really appropriate. I don't know. I think he's gonna he's gonna set the trend. I think he's making some some believers uh, now that they've put that hockey goo on the inside, some defogger for him. Uh, it looked comfortable, you know, uh, Mahomes. It's it's always fun to watch. But Andy Reid with his face guard is pretty fun to watch too. Um, also, uh, you know, if you don't know this, uh, Colin and I graduated from VCU in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, go Rams, go. That's right. And Mo Alley Cox, um, we do not have a football team for anybody out there. But if you're an alumni or fan of VCU, you know we got a basketball team. We're always good for one upset in March, hopefully. Thanks, Eric Maynard. Haha, <laughs> Duke. Uh, but Mo Alley Cox um, went to the Indianapolis Colts and uh, got himself over 100 yards today while receiving, filling in for Jack Doyle. So just nice to see a VCU athlete um, doing great things on a big stage. So that's just another bright spot. And, um, and you know, hey, we, uh, we didn't pay Kirk Cousins, so you have to feel pretty good about that. Let's talk just for a second, all right? Let's get into the bitch fest here. The not so good. Um, sacks, 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 sacks. Where were they? Eight last week against that banged up Philadelphia Eagles O-line. Uh, not so many uh, today. Chase Young did get one sack. Ryan Kerrigan, though, seemed to really be muted or paused or just on on hold. I know we always say that he garners all these extra holds that don't happen, but I feel like you could say that about, you know, J.J. Watt and, and many of the other great ones that are out there. Um, he wasn't he wasn't in the game. He didn't affect the game, and, and it was unfortunate. Kyler Murray, I don't know how you prepare for that, and the way that they go with that air raid, air siren... Blitzkrieg, whatever the hell system that they have. I mean, my goodness, it does. It just wears down. And it doesn't matter how athletic and, you know, strong your big men are. It really just seemed like um, just a, a waiting game. But they got off to it early. They put points on the board early. Kyler Murray, he, 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 he is twitchy. He is twitchy, man. Um, you know, I know we said that Troy Apke was fast, but... Uh, Okay, let's talk about Troy Apke for a second, right? Any of the people that were putting out some of these uh, memes with, uh, you know, toast, toast emojis, Troy Apke, he did not have a good game. It's terrible, man. It just makes you think, too, like, right? Was Monte Nicholson, what the hell happened? Like, why can't we shore up the safety positions? Uh, Apke just laid another big turd. I, I hope he can figure it out. I, I hope they can get that correct. Because if he's only out there because of speed, boy, boy, oh boy. It's not going to be good. It's interesting. I did see a couple calls around the uh, around the way for Eric Reed. 
maybe to be brought in wouldn't that be something huh i don't i don't know if i see that happening it would be interesting eric's read take you know obviously colin kaepernick supporter um and also um you know received uh some, some money from the uh the nfl in a lawsuit but um i don't know i don't <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, but Troy Apke certainly doesn't seem to be the answer anytime soon. But like Ron Rivera said at the beginning of the year, we're going to see what we got. And um, what we got today was a reminder of what we got a lot of past years as well. Troy Apke struggles. On the other side of that safety, um, you know, Landon Collins, yeah, had the big interception, you know, redeemed himself. Also allowed DeAndre Hopkins to, you know, really just waltz waltz around there. Do a conga line, whatever the hell he wanted to do in the back of the end zone. Nobody around him. Looked like a busted coverage. Landon Collins, you know, immediately puts his hands to his helmet. But, oof, I... Landon Collins, I mean, you're paying the guy $14 million a year, right? This is an expensive, expensive defensive leader for your team, I need to see a lot more impact. I don't know if you all saw the Jamal Adams highlights, but I think we posted it on Twitter. Um, if if not, you should check out how Jamal Adams just wrecked week one for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, but Landon Collins at $14 million, it's tough. It's tough. We're expecting you to really, you know, take care of business. Of course, he has some solid games, and he has some real solid games a lot of times, but where you need him to stand up and really take charge, I I don't know if it's going to happen. I know this is a young team. I know we're developing, right? See what we got, all that sort of stuff. But I'm just not sure. $14 million seems like could have been spent somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds so bad because I like the guy because he's, you know, a John Taylor fan. But I need to see more impact. I'm not seeing enough impact. Where's the return on investment, you know? So uh, so we'll see. I said I was going to keep this positive, didn't I? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the way it goes sometimes when you only have one host on this podcast. You never know which way it's going to go. Speaking of the negative, while we're down in here, huh? This, this week was terrible for injuries. Oh, my goodness. 49ers, I know they, they'd cruise to a win, but, you know, Garoppolo's got that high ankle sprain. Uh, looking like Bosa, right? Their defensive end there, talented. Looks like that might be a torn ACL for the NFC East. Saquon Barkley, running back, looks like a torn ACL. Man, just a whole bunch of stuff. Drew Locke, Denver quarterback, a lot of injuries around. Um, and, of course, Brandon Sheriff, something to keep an eye on, but... I don't know, man. He, he's a big, strong, tough guy. And when he sits on the ground in the way that he did after that injury, it's just never its never something that looks good. You know, Matt Ioannidis had an injury. He went off the field, and the way he went off made you say, okay, I know this guy's coming back on. Like, give this guy one play. He's going to be right back on there. That man, ready to go. Um, not that I'm saying Sheriff isn't usually ready to go, but the way Sheriff went off... He said, I think Sheriff's going to be done for a little while. So that's just premature. I don't know. It's all speculation. I'm sure we're going to find out here in this next few days. Um, So keep an eye on that, unfortunately. You know, we'll see. A lot of you also said out there, you know, I didn't see much of a difference. And that's fair. 
you know, um, the guy that filled in for him, you know, played some played some snaps for the Falcons. Um, a big guy, kind of like a triangle shape a little bit out there, you know. Looks like he's just built all up at the top, got 200 pounds on his shoulders, and everything kind of just angles down, a little sh- triangle face there, hand there. Face, face, hand? Body shape. Um, yeah, I don't know if I noticed it too much. It was bad. It was kind of bad consistently. So I don't think that's a testament to either of the two. Um, that being said, if I have the choice between anybody and Brandon Sheriff, I I would like Brandon Sheriff, you know, protecting the future of the franchise. Um, and I'll say this, this kind of thing about the uh, Dwayne Haskins. Look, I'm with Haskins. I want to see what he's got for the year. Anybody clamoring for Kyle Allen or Alex Smith um, to come at this stage in the game is is so way out of left field. I can't can't get down on it. I can't drink whatever you're having. Okay, take take that to somewhere else. But I am going to be assessing him. I I, I don't give him a free pass just because you know this is his first full year as the starter. Um, I, I do need to see improvement. I do need to see things. I know he's going to struggle. I know he's going to make some mistakes. He didn't throw a turnover, but he took that costly, costly sack in the first half, you know, that essentially took us out of field goal range. I looked at that, you know, as a turnover. The accuracy stuff is an issue. I don't have the football eyes to know whose fault is that. But I just need to see Haskins, you know, start to step up. And I, I want to see some strides with this offense because that's what you want to watch. As fun as it is to watch the defense do well, it's also a lot of fun to watch your offense score touchdowns, right? I mean, even when Terry scored today and we were down by a shit ton of points, it was still really nice to see somebody in a Washington football team jersey waltz into the end zone, you know? Makes you feel good. It's like, yes, we did something right. Maybe I am rooting for the right team. Um, I think you're rooting for the right team. I think it's on the right track. Uh, Ron Rivera is going to make things happen. Uh, What do I think about that ending where we did have the ball, we had three timeouts, and the time just ticked away? Uh, I'm going to save that for a uh, Nick and Colin discussion. So we'll, we'll do that on the uh, the Thursday midweek podcast, which comes out to you Thursday morning. Um, and of course, next week after the Browns game, we are going to be doing a post-game live stream, which you can follow that on YouTube. Uh, but it'll also be out in podcast form on you know Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes, the big one as well. Okay, so um, hang in there. Hang in there, Washington fans. I know this one stung. This one reminded me a lot of last year. And it was tough to watch, right? It did require maybe a little halftime liquid courage. But if you're not used to that based on last year, then, uh, then you know, I would question what kind of fan you are. Um, excellent. As always, we appreciate you. You can like and subscribe. And if you want to give us a little review on iTunes, it certainly would help us out tremendously. Um, thanks very much, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of your week and talk to you later. Fall is here.